Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 437. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And in this episode, I want to come back to a topic that I've referenced quite a bit on the podcast in different ways, but I think it's one of those topics we need to address frequently because I think it's the root of discontent in life. I really do. And that topic is comparison, comparing ourselves to other people. Comparing ourselves to other people, specifically in the context of lack, what we lack, what we lack, but they have, the person that we aren't, but they are, the things we haven't done, but they have. Uh, It's a snap comparison we do uh, in our lives all the time. And, And frankly, I'd say we do it without even realizing we're doing it. And so I think we need to take back control of these types of negative comparison thoughts. And so for this episode, I want to offer just two quick points that I think will be really helpful um, and that it'll help you feel less alone in the times where you feel, where you rationalize that your comparison is real and necessary. And I think it'll also help you realize a powerful truth about not being alone uh, in your life and having these thoughts and having these feelings. So I'll start by just offering my anecdote here about how I think uh, life kind of goes and where these moments of comparison come from. Um, here's where it comes from, at least in my life. And I'll ask you to consider if you can relate to this. I can recall many, many moments in my twenties and mid twenties and, you know, maybe even sometimes in my thirties, but I think these moments now gratefully are, are few and far between for me because of what I've realized. But when I was younger, it would go kind of as follows. I would be doing something that was maybe the opposite of what I expected someone should do or what I assumed that someone should be doing right? At least as I saw it at the time, it would be maybe a Friday night, a beautiful, warm summer Friday night in Chicago. And I would be 
at the gym. The gym would almost be empty. Everyone else, I assumed, was out partying with friends, going on dates, uh, you know, doing these things. Or maybe it would be Thursday at 5 o'clock downtown Chicago. Everyone is going from their jobs to happy hour, meeting up with friends, these things. And I was going to write a book, record a podcast, maybe walk around, take some pictures of quotes or whatever, the things that I kind of do professionally here. Or maybe simply I would be on my way home and I would see someone and, and I'd be like, wow, look at that person. I bet they're going to have fun and live a life of fun tonight, right? Something like that. Or maybe just blanket statement. I would be scrolling on social media, comparing myself to other people. Wow, look at them. They have it all. They're doing all these fun, exciting things. Look at them. Look at their lives. And then I would compare it to my life, of course, right? Those types of moments, right? Where you compare what you're doing to what you assume, keyword assume, someone else is doing. But that person who you are assuming is doing things, you're comparing to them because they are, they have some attribute that makes them shiny, success, uh, they're successful, they're attractive, they're popular, whatever it may be. And so we're snap assuming that they're off to do these fun and exciting things. And here you are alone, or here you are doing not those things, right? And I recall in those moments being like, man, I'm such a loser. You know, I'd like to be a successful person. Um, You know, I would be, I'd like to be trying to do these things. And that person, I should be like that person. If that, if I was successful, I would be out celebrating my success. Or if I was that 10 out of 10 person, I would be out doing these things. I wouldn't be at the gym alone or going to the store alone or, you know, whatever. I would be out with friends doing this, that, and the other, right? Very like unhinged thoughts of comparison in moments where I was doing something alone, but I was drawn to, you know, compare myself from the context of lack, comparing myself to other people and highlighting what I didn't have based on an assumption of what they did have. And I bring this up to one, show us how easy it is to go to a place of negative comparison when you're alone. Not necessarily lonely, but just literally physically alone. It's so easy to see a literal physical state of being alone as one of lack when you compare to other people. If you're doing something alone or something that's not expected of you, that means something is wrong with you. What is wrong with you? But the other day, now flash forward to my mid-30s, um, it was Saturday night and I was I went to Whole Foods by myself. Uh, my girlfriend was out of town. Uh, I went to Whole Foods by myself. Um, that's the vibe now uh, in your 30s, not the club, at Whole Foods. And I was kind of just observing and doing this thing. And I was like, man, old case would be so in his head right now. I should be out having fun. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I shouldn't be being a loser going to Whole Foods alone. Um, but I was proud of myself for not being that way. But then I observed a couple things here that I want to use to get into this topic. I think I make a really strong point in a couple minutes here. So hang in here um, as, I, as I build up to this. But anyway, I was walking and I was at Whole Foods and I was just looking around and I saw a couple things. The first things I first thing I saw was again this is like Friday uh Saturday night. Um I saw this one girl and she was doing her shopping or whatever all alone and you know objectively just objectively she was very attractive and I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting because my old assumption or our collective assumption would be that a hot girl on a Friday Saturday night has a million things to do, a million invites of where she, you know, could be or who she could be with and you know her her calendar is probably filled with all these things, but here she is at Whole Foods alone. Interesting. I was like, that's that's not what attractive in-demand people do, right? And then I also saw a guy the same night on the street and he was coming from a store uh, with something, he was holding something, but he was like wearing sweatpants, you know, you know, sweatshirt, not giving a fuck. And he had a watch on. I saw he had this watch that 
uh, I aspire maybe, maybe, maybe one day to own. It's a very expensive, you know, 50K plus watch. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You'd think a, a wealthy, successful guy would be on his on his boat with his boat friends, right? Because that's what wealthy, successful, confident people do on the weekends. I was like, that's interesting. And then I'd also append a conversation I heard here the other day to this observation as well as in the elevator uh, at my apartment building. And there was these two other guys talking to each other in it. They were younger guys, like in their mid twenties. And they were talking about what to do that night. It was, you know, Friday or Saturday night. And they mentioned just watching a movie. And that was it. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. You would think that, you know, young guys in their twenties would out, be, be, out, be out partying it up, doing all these things because that's what fun people do, Right. And anyway, so I was kind of struck by these observations because it, to- it totally destroys the misplaced assumptions we have that anyone who appears to be cool, hot, young, successful, confident, whatever, that they are doing things that you assume cool, hot, successful, confident people do. They're doing fun, outgoing, social, fulfilling things all the time. And because you are not, you are lacking in some way. But what I've come to realize is, of course, that is not true. Of course, that is not true. The human experience is so completely universal for everyone, no matter your size, your shape, what you do, how much you know you have, how much you've made, the watch you own, how much you influence, how many followers you have. It's the same experience. And of course, there are caveats in there, and we're not going to go to the outliers. But to think that someone who is hotter than you or more influential than you or funnier than you, that they have like a menu of unlimited fulfilling things that they do all the time and their life is just this exciting thing from start to finish because they have it all. It's just not true. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. 
Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. It's not. And I find a lot of power in realizing that, that we're all searching for the same things no matter what is shown on the surface. And while you are still searching and maybe you're doing it alone or maybe you're doing it on a different timeline or at a different time in your life, it's so easy to assume to compare your journey to others in your head and to assume that you are lacking when you compare yourself to these people who on the surface look happy, hot, attractive, confident, whatever. But it's not true. It's not true. And I wanted to prove this to myself the other day even further. Beyond my observation of hot girls doing errands on their own or you know, fun young guys doing a movie night in, whatever, right? And so on Instagram the other day, I asked everyone a question. I said, what is missing from your life? What is one thing that is missing from your life? And my objective with this was to compare the answer given to the profile of the person who submitted it to see if I could see this trend of surface versus reality. That is that hot people, confident people, people who seemingly have it all figured out that they don't, (laughs) that they, just like you, just like me, have things that they are still searching for. And that as a result, our comparison of us versus them, our lack versus what they have is completely misplaced. So I did that. I asked the question, what's missing from your life? And I got a ton of answers. And here's a bunch of them that I got. What's missing from your life? Adventure, romance, happiness, purpose, friends, uh, financial security, satisfaction, confidence in my path, hope, direction, consistency. Those are some of the the big answers. And those are deep answers, right? Big things, big rewarding things that I'd say you probably want or you want the variation of them, right? And you also assume that people who seem happy or successful or attractive, that you assume that they already have those things, right? Because these are the big meaty things in life. So I got all those answers. And then what I would do is I would start clicking through to see who submitted each answer and look at their profile. As long as there's a public profile, I can kind of scroll through uh, their photos. And doing this was really eye-opening. I could see who submitted the answer and then try to make a comparison between the answer and kind of what I could glean about their life. I could see someone who submitted that financial security is missing from their life, and I'd click their profile, and be it'd be some guy, and his feed was filled with pictures of friends in fun places, on vacation, playing paintball, traveling with cars, at the casino in Vegas. I could see someone who submitted that having friends was missing from their life. And it'd be a woman who was, you know, very pretty. And she'd have all the pics on her feed of her also pretty friends out and about uh, doing fun things. And, you know, they would have like laughing pics together, (laughs) laughing pics. Uh, I'd click to see who submitted that direction was missing from their life. And it'd be someone who was speaking on a stage at a conference, all mic'd up with hundreds of people watching, who posted uh, leadership and inspirational quotes. I'd click to see who submitted that love or romance was missing from their life. And it'd be someone who was an absolute 10 who you would think would have potential partners lining up to get to them. And so I think you can see where I'm going with this. On the surface, it's so easy to compare yourself to those types of people, their feeds, their social media, who they are out in public. They seem like they lack nothing. They are attractive or they are successful looking or they are outgoing or they are confident, this, that, and the other. And so you'd look at them and you'd be like, they have it all. And they're out there living life as people who have it all, doing and achieving the things that you assume they want to do and are doing. 
You know, they always have countless lovers at their fingertips. They always have fun things to do, trips to go on, vacations. They have full bank accounts and they're just happy, fulfilled, never lonely, never lost people. But through this exercise from their own admission and at, you know, their own, through their own submission on Instagram, you can see that they still lack things in life. They are still in search of the very things that you are in search for, in search of. But for some reason, you've drawn a line between you and them. Because on the surface, maybe they look a certain way, attractive, confident, successful. And so I just want to point this out, this misplaced comparison that we've all created in our heads. Not to say that like hot, successful, wealthy people are miserable and we need to realize that and give them empathy or anything like that. That's not helpful. I just want to say that we need to stop putting ourselves in a corner by saying that anyone who on the surface looks happy and fulfilled is happy and fulfilled. And that because we're not them, we are lacking, we are wrong, we are falling behind. We need to stop with this comparison because it makes us feel lonely. It's not true, (laughs) but it makes us feel lonely. It makes us feel lonely when we stay in on a Friday night, but assume that anyone who is attractive or fun or confident would be out on a date or out with a partner or whatever it may be. It makes us feel lonely when we choose to work on our art, our music, our passion, our hobbies, whatever. When we assume that anyone who's fun and confident would be out, you know, enjoying a a banging social life. It makes us feel lonely when we don't necessarily even want to do some of the things that, quote, high value people do. Maybe you're not into boozy brunch or going out or posting on social media. In those instances, to my point and to my random telling of, of Whole Foods story, it's so easy to compare yourself from a place of lack. But what can bring us back and empower us to stay in our lane and be completely fine with it is to realize that everyone in life is still searching for things. No matter how they look, what they've done, who they are, how many friends they have, no one is perfect. Social media is not real life. What you see on the surface is not everything. We need to stop assuming assuming that other people have it all figured out because that assumption leads us to operate from a place of lack. And I just want to remind us that when we are still searching for something, that means we're still searching for something, right? That means we haven't given up. And so it means by definition, we're in between. We're in between one thing and another thing. That's transition. To transition means to move forward from A to B, from not having to having. And as long as we're still on that journey, we're never lacking. We're never less. None of that. We're just on our journey just as everyone else is on their journey. But we wouldn't necessarily know it because we do this very human thing where we assume that anyone who looks attractive or successful or happy on the surface, that they are and that they have it all figured out. But it's not true. It's not. And I find that realization to be very liberating, to realize that we're all on this journey together and in the moments where we compare ourselves to other people from a place of lack. We don't have to. We can literally say that's not true. It's not true. We can stay grounded in that. Sometimes that's all we need to do is just break a cycle of assumptions. Literally say that. (laughs) Try to say that the next time you're tempted to say, why am I not them? They have it all. Look at them. Simply say, it's not true. It's not true. See how that maybe rewires your your own self-judgment. Maybe just that small realization is what you need to be a bit more kind to yourself and also confident in your timing and what you are doing. So, That's it. Just a random anecdote about how we compare ourselves in a small little study I did on Instagram. Maybe that'll give you something to think about, but I hope it was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend and if you could take 
30 seconds to share a five-star rating and review. Uh, that would mean a lot to me. Thank you so much for doing that. But that is it. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.